0: Ice Dungeon. All right, strap yourself in for this one, everyone. The Ice Dungeon is very old. You can smell the age. You can feel the cold. The forbidding echoes. The hollow silence. Everything is imprisoned in this place of violence. I have a terrible sense of foreboding as I drive home, which I hope the evocative poem i just read to you has put you in the mood for. My wife has sent me a text, gleefully informing me that she has been going through some old boxes and found a purple notebook. My past has caught up with me, I'd immediately thought, and now I must prepare. I'd assumed that this notebook was perhaps lost in the mists of time. I hadn't seen it in years, but for a while in the late 1980s the purple notebook and me were inseparable. Maybe she's not opened it, I think— Maybe she's just decided to tell me about a purple notebook she found. But I decide that if she hadn't opened it, she probably wouldn't have texted, otherwise she'd just be texting me random boring moments of her life, like just popping upstairs or walk through a door or sneeze. I decide I'm going to have to face the truth. My wife has found a series of pompous poems I wrote when I was 11 years old. Poems, poems that deal with issues, poems that offer solutions. Poems written in Loughborough in 1988, where it was all kicking off. Poems like Ice Dungeon, Bluebells, and, as if any of us could forget, Race. I park the car and trapes up the few stairs to my front door, ready to face my fate. I don't even have to get my keys out. The door swings open, and there is my wife, looking delighted. The damp bars, she shouts, the confined cage. Ice Dungeon. She is quoting from Ice Dungeon. The rotten walls are in a state of rage. Hello, I say, hoping to distract her from any talk of furious walls. How How's, how, how's everything? The solitary pork colour stays in its place, she yells, closing the door behind me and bringing out the book for Ice Dungeon's powerful conclusion. Until you meet the gloomy dungeon. Face to face. She closes her eyes and allows us a moment of contemplative silence, which I hadn't put at the end of the poem, but which had always been my hope might happen naturally anyway. I realise none of this is good news. For a start, Ice Dungeon doesn't seem to have provoked any of the questions inside her that I'd intended for the reader. She is not questioning the nature of the justice system nor cottoned on to the use of ice as a metaphor for evolving generational attitudes. Instead, she's followed me into the kitchen and has moved on to Bluebells. A blue shade of mist all across the landscape. That world you enter, the earth you escape. "'You are exclaiming too much,' I say, flicking on the kettle and shaking my head. "'Bluebells has no exclamation marks. "'It was really my intention to... but she doesn't want to listen. "'I'm amazed. She has the poet right here in her house, "'and yet she's wasting any opportunity to learn from him. "'I despair on behalf of my fellow poets if if this is the attitude modern audiences take. "'She finishes with a flourish. "'You take your camera, your rations as well. "'You sit on the grass.' near a bluebell. Yeah, that was better, that was better. You did uh, a lot less exclaiming, I say, but she's already hungrily trying to find her next poem. I suppose it is good that I have awakened her love for poetry, but equally this is not good news for a number of other reasons. The main one is I now know she's going to spend the afternoon following me round the house, reading at me and laughing. Still, I ask you, was Shakespeare appreciated in his day? Did the twentieth century truly value T.S. Eliot? Yes, yes, on both counts, yes. I suppose there comes a time in every man's life where something in our past catches up with us, exposing for just a moment who we were and asking us to deal with it. Perhaps the choices we make today will be the things we hope we won't be faced with tomorrow. Maybe I'll write a poem about this. Race, she shouts as I close the door to my study, leaving her standing in the hallway. Is it just about your face? Maybe I won't write a poem at all.